0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon on this uh, bright and sunny Wednesday. It's John DePetro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Right now, it is, in fact, it is Wednesday. It is October 6th. It's 12.06 in the afternoon. Folks, we are enjoying, um, as much as like many of you, I, um, you know, you hate to see the summer come to an end, but uh, today is just glorious weather. Look at this, this afternoon, as just heard in uh, Jeff's forecast, where this afternoon, in fact, temperatures, bright sunshine, 70s, um, sunset a little early, 618, but then uh, tomorrow sunshine, and then so far the weather looks good for the full, uh, can we still call it Columbus Day, holiday weekend, autumn weekend, fall weekend, whatever we're calling it these days. And I want to remind you, this remains a tremendous time to uh, be outside and doing work on your property. And that's why you want to stop by Rhode Island's number one garden center. And folks, they have had just a tremendous season. And it's P.R., Landscape Materials and Garden Center 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Stop in and see them. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. I have just um, so much respect. You know, they're hardworking, it is great service, it's great quality. And at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, look for them on Facebook 3688. Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, where they have homegrown mums and kale are just outstanding this year. People are, do you notice that people are paying more attention to their property? Housing values are up. People are saying, you know what, I'm going to take care of my property far, much more into the fall. This is also, by the way, a great time to plant trees and shrubs because less watering is needed. It's PR landscape materials and garden center. And they have six to nine inch kale assorted colors Four to six inch ornamental peppers. And they also have mums, four inch, 12 inch pots, 10 inch, 12 inch hangers, 12 inch patio pots, pumpkins, straw, cornstarchs, gourds, sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, and so much more. Screen loom, crushed stone, mulch. But stop in. The pumpkins this year are just fantastic. Plus the the straw, the sugar pumpkins, gift certificates are available. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. They're open seven days a week, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. I want to welcome in everyone. Folks, uh, at noontime, we do our midday report, <coughs> which is we do Facebook Live, uh, 12 to 1. And then later tonight, we do 1 after dark. But we're also available for um, when there's breaking news. You know, the other night... Uh, it was very late, and it, it's so tragic. Uh, it's a story that we haven't learned who was involved yet with this crash, but it was um, – you just haven't heard, by the way, thank God, of stories like this. But the other night, there was a, um, a terrible car wreck, and the, 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 um, the details are still coming out, and, and it's so gruesome. And because number one, cars are in better condition. Uh, cars are in better condition, and tires are in in better condition. And plus, now you have, you know, seat belts, and we we've, we've learned a lot about drinking and driving. And let alone, there was also a lot of, you know, um, uh, rain on the road, so you have hydroplaning. But boy, that that story. Of, and they they haven't released yet at least that I'm not aware of of um the names but that horrible crash three killed three fiery highway crash and the reason I mentioned it it was two in the morning on 95 south if it what the reason I mentioned the facebook not to, but i i would have been there but it's if, if it was earlier I mean i I do go to bed like everyone else at some point but Two in the morning, I mean, the car was traveling, they believe, over 100 miles an hour. It slammed into a tree, burst into flames. The driver, two passengers, all in their 20s, pronounced dead at the scene. None of the victims were able to be identified at the scene due to the nature of the injuries. Crash, ensuing fire. They're using dental records to try to positively identify them. Speed and inclement weather. There was a lot of rain. I don't care what kind of vehicle that you're driving, but it's just it's so horrendous. And I mean, there was a time, and not to get off on a tangent here, but there was a time that you you just wouldn't have, you know, uh, th- that this was far more common, right? Before when the when the drinking age was 18, when you had older model model cars. When you um, had older cars, which means older tires, when you didn't have people wearing seatbelts, when you didn't have the think of then, uh, you know, when when um, normally when, when you crash, then the airbag would would be depleted. And that didn't even happen. So or it didn't matter. Not if someone's going 100 miles an hour, they go off the road and then, you know, strike a tree and then burst into flames. So that is what is just um, just so, it's out of the norm. You just don't hear about it um, as much anymore. And I, I mean that as a good way. You know, we've come a long way as far as designated driver, seatbelts, newer cars. Um, I, I don't know yet if alcohol played a, a part, but a lot of times high speed, inclement weather, Just don't hear about a lot of those things anymore. Um, But uh, when the details do start to come out, um, I mean, three, we don't know gender yet. uh, But the fact that you have a situation where they couldn't even identify the victims in not only the Crash, but then the fire, I mean the whole thing is just horrendous. Now folks, right now at twelve thirteen, I do wanna mention that there is some news that we'll monitor. That we're gonna monitor. Texas High School gives all clear after active shooter. All right, so an unknown suspect apparently shot multiple people before fleeing the scene. This is uh, was going on right now. Students are being escorted to another building. An unknown suspect shot multiple people, flew the scene, number of victims not immediately clear. School had been placed on lockdown. Officials are on the scene, but apparently the person has fled. So we'll monitor that story. I don't know. We don't know all the details just yet. I'm seeing three people wounded, Texas high school shooting. So we don't know a lot about that. Think um, We haven't had a lot of um, those types of stories. But again, on the website, petro.com where you can see some of the, the live video that we have. And there's going to be a lot more. This is going to actually be a busy week for news but, folks, remember, uh, check out the website, petro.com We have a big post that's going up later today. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Sendale Revival. Stop in. You know, I am so impressed. Comfort Food Cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. It's the Sendale Revival. Shane and company, they've won several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. You can find them. There's a link right at the website, De petro.com 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Great food. And I'll tell you, North Providence is benefiting from a great police department, a great police department, a lot of new businesses that are opening, and also all of the damage that has been done with a lot of the protesters. In uh, the city of Providence, you know, you have a terrible mayor. You have a lot of activists. I would still argue that I don't think Providence fully even has recovered from the riot and all the protesting of last year. Uh, but at the same time, there's, it's a benefit to places like the Centredale Revival. So stop it in SheShane. I have a a feeling they also, I want to point out, they stepped up and they were, off, they were offering a free meal last Friday and Saturday to anyone that, in fact, uh, had lost their job as a first responder. So, all right. Um, I am seeing this. So uh, there was a school shooting, Timberview High School, Arlington, Texas. Nearby schools on lockdown, police sirens. There's an active... Well, you know, I am now hearing that um, that the person fled the scene. So I want to just see what time this was sent. That was uh, 1122. Okay. So, but from what I understand, it is now... The situation I'm hearing is is somewhat under control, um, and so I I believe. And the scene, wow, scene inside the high school. They have the long guns out as they need to. So we'll have uh, more details on that. But I am. Um, all right, now CBS News is saying Texas police are investigating an active shooter situation. Schools on lockdown. Investigations ongoing. Now that is different than I don't want to give conflicting information, but. Um ABC News said that the gunman had fled. So we will monitor that situation in Texas. Now um, we are going to talk with Nicole Salas coming up at 12:30 at 12:30. All right, now I'm seeing multiple people wounded shooting in uh, Timberview High School in the Tex in the school there. Let me just see a uh, police unseen active shooter. And you can see um, that is in Texas, though. It is in Texas. But I am seeing that they um, are, are leading, uh, showing some film footage of the kids being led out of the school. So, folks, we will monitor uh, that situation again. Right now, it's 1217. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro show. We will um, follow that. We're not sure exactly where it is within the story uh, we'll continue to bring the latest now I thought ABC News had said that the person had fled the school um, but now I, I know some people are um saying that's still going on media staging area, softball field alright, Arlington Police let me see what the Arlington uh, Police I just, I mean they'd have a handle uh boom 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 on scene of the shooting that's quite some time ago um let me just uh double check folks i'm well aware that we are live on the air but i want to um want to just see if for some reason um we have any reason to believe that The situation has not been resolved yet. Uh, The the latest I had seen were three people shot. Now, again, it's in Texas, so quite some distance away. Um, And so it's not like it's a local situation, but and it's not 30 or 33. Um, I'm going to go with an unknown suspect shot multiple people before ABC News is reporting before fleeing the scene. So, uh, I'm going to, and then they, they also put out, all clear has been given. So, they're being escorted to another building. So, it, it, it certainly sounds, unknown suspect shot multiple people for fleeing the scene, number of victims not clear, don't have a confirmation yet. And they're saying that the shooter, we don't have confirmation the shooter's in custody. All right, so we will monitor that, that situation uh, that, that seems to be the, the latest information that I am seeing of anyone that is uh, reporting on this, and it's ABC. All right, folks, right now, the time is 1219 on this Wednesday. It's October 6th, and it's the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I want to remind you, we have a great deal going right now at the CBD store. The CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, right off of 95, right across from Airport Plaza on Post Road, right down from where the old Inn and Hope was. And at The CBD Store, which you can find uh, on Facebook, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, right now, if you shop at the store and you mention you're a a listener or viewer, if you will, of the John DePietro Show, just mention the show, you will get 20% off your purchase. Now, that's very healthy i'll tell you a lot of times when i've dealt with different you know advertisers sponsors they say i tell you what we'll hold 10 percent, 20 percent off is strong 20 percent off any purchase i know some people have taken advantage of it i highly recommend the delta eight gummies for a very restful sleep sometimes if you're like me and you're up late and then sometimes never mind if i'm out and i'm doing a one after dark or i'm covering a story it can be tough to Then kind of come back down with the CBD store. They have something for everyone. At least pop in and 20% off. One of our listeners went in, made a $50 purchase. Boom, suddenly it's only $40. Another listener spent $100 and then, you know, it was only $80. How about that? So whether it's for stress, anxiety, or maybe you need a little something for restful sleep or pain or seizure. And then they also have things for pets. And I am going to, you know, little Young Rumsfeld is, uh, our dog is 15 years old, and he could definitely use a little something. Uh, My friend Dana has been recommending that we have rum, little Rumsfeld. uh, Check out the honey CBD sticks for uh, Young Rumsfeld. So we are going to try that. Again, Though, folks, stop in and see them. They're right on, I share them sometimes on Facebook, but... The CBD store, 1845 Post Road of Warwick, right across from Airport Plaza. And pop in. Try these. You only need a half or even a quarter of these delicious little gummies. I mean, it's like a little piece of candy. And then I'm not going to have it now because, one, obviously has to do the show. And then I have a busy afternoon. But I just want to – I can just show you exactly – well, they stick together a little bit. um, What what do they look like? I did – someone asked me about that. Well, they – just as they they look like a little although a little gummy. There's a green one that I'm holding up right now, folks. Uh, forty-five minutes, ninety minutes before bedtime, and what you don't even need the full thing. I would recommend a quarter or a half. Maybe you want to try it for a nap. So, uh, but stop in and see them. Whoop! There we go. Eighteen forty-five. It's as simple as that. Shake a little bit of that right before you want it, and then. You know, whatever, read, and the next thing you know, you're going to enjoy a really restful, peaceful sleep. The B- CBD story, 1845, Post Road and Warwick. Folks, good afternoon again. Nicole Salas is going to join us. And the reason why, and if you're concerned about critical race theory, if you're concerned about what's being taught at your children's schools, I want you to listen up to where the Biden administration, this is outrageous, what they are doing And basically, uh, kowtowing to the teachers unions, they they don't want any type of discussion. So anyone that says, hey, wait a minute, I want to know what's being taught in the classroom. I don't like the fact, you know, what's being taught with shaming, race shaming all the white students and everything is such a focus on race And there's no such thing as a boy and a girl. Everybody's the same. I mean, think how ludicrous that is. And the fact, the nerve that they think they can get away with that. And then what they're doing, though, is they're now going to label if you go to a school committee meeting and you say, I don't like these mask mandates. Or you go to a school committee meeting and say, I'm uncomfortable. Why are you shaming my children And telling them that their grandparents are racist, that their parents are racist, that they're a racist. You know, you have a little six-year-old boy who's being told, you have white privilege, you are a racist, your parents are. I mean, why are you teaching that? But if you go now and complain the FBI, they're trying to sick the FBI on people. It's because of that Merrick Garland. It's wrong. I don't think President Biden has a clue that this is going on. It should not be allowed to go on. And we're going to talk with, as I call a her, hero mom, Nicole Sala, South Kingstown. She challenged. She started to say, "What exactly is being taught in kindergarten, in pre-kindergarten?" And as a result of that, the school committee, her school committee, announced, "Well, we are going to discuss whether or not we're going to sue her for requesting." documents from us. So we're going to have a discussion on whether or not we're going to sue her. All done as an intimidation tactic. And we're going to talk to Nicole coming up. Folks, this portion of the John Petro show on this Wednesday is brought by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie. Listen, call today. Twenty four Emergency Service, 401 732 6562. 401 732 6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Listen, I hate to tell you this, but it is going to get colder and winter time's coming. You want to make sure you're nice and comfortable and warm in your home, whether it's plumbing or heating or cooling, as Cook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R. E. Coogan Heating 401 732 6562. You can find them on Facebook. The website, it's Cooks. Uh, the website is R. E. Coogan Heating. And folks, personal experience a week ago, suddenly Boom. It can just happen when you least expect it. Hot water tank gives out. It was fine for 10 years. Suddenly, no hot water. And it just conks out. What did I do? Did I try to fix it? Freely admit? I did not. Did I panic? No. Then what did you do? I called RE Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Gas boiler, oil burner, hot water heater, plumbing, heating, cooling. As Coog says, I let them into my home. I didn't try to fix it alone. I found them to be helpful, trustworthy, and reliable. It's R.E. Coogan Heating. You know what's also interesting is so many of my neighbors also have called Coog. 732-6562. So we are going to talk to uh, Nicole Salas coming up. And, um, folks, if you heard last hour as we were speaking with Dan McGowan of uh, the Boston Globe, Uh, Without question, there is a civil war going on in the Democrat Party, in the Democrat Party going on right now. And it is incumbent upon the Republican Party to step up and start to take advantage of this while they are in fighting. You know, I recognize that a lot of people obviously and most did not get involved with that Special election in Providence yesterday that we were discussing last hour. But you basically had two progressive candidates battling it out and then the moderate one. But still a lot of damage could be done. I also um, think, folks, what you're seeing with the Biden administration right now is, I mean, the poll numbers are just tanking and more and more people. Do you find, we're going to talk to Nicole Solis, hero mom, coming up in just a moment. But I'm also hearing from people unsolicited there's a lot of, whatever you want to call it, buyer's remorse, voters' remorse. Um, there is certainly a lot of people right now that are looking at, you know, you know, the playing field, are looking at what's what's happening right now, surveying the scene, and realizing. That the moderate Joe Biden that they thought they were voting for, which is really just an anti-Trump vote, and they're finding that they're not getting that. They're getting the wildly socialist progressive Bernie Sanders. So right now, Washington, um, without question, is broken. I'll tell you what else is is broken. You know, there is a story. You know, the as I predicted, the extra money. That a lot of people were getting. The extra 300 a month. A lot of people are working. To try to make that permanent. To try to make it permanent. That they get it. See this is the problem with a lot of the social programs. Is once they put them in place. Folks it's very difficult to eradicate it. And as I spoke about yesterday. You know AOC and the progressives. They have learned the game. And the game is not that you have to show how you're going to pay for something over the next, you know, 10 years. They say, let's just get it in. And then five years from now, if someone tries to um, remove it, then we're going to fight them on that. And that's really, you know, and think about that. So in their mind, the real battle is just really going after. Uh, The element of just get it included. If you can get it included, then we are going to absolutely um, fight, fight people on it and, you know, go after it. And then, in other words, we're going to fight like hell to make it permanent. And I'm also saying the story why these New Yorkers stopped paying rent. You know. I, it's just ridiculous how I've never understood during the pandemic this whole business of telling people don't pay rent anymore. You don't have to, but they were still getting a lot of money. So I, I don't understand it. But let me, um, folks, we're going to bring on our friend, as I call a her, hero mom, Nicole solace, Who listen, she is brave. She is outspoken, uh, and I'm I'm just so happy that she is. Really now, folks, uh, popping up basically everywhere because, you know, you're going to see her, um, whether it's on, on Fox or you see her popping up in all different places right now on Newsmax and on Glenn Beck. And her social media has really taken off as well. So she is someone And I think one of the best examples of someone that was basically just trying to do the right thing, find out what's best for her daughter, what was being taught, and instead she was then uh, viciously attacked. So let's get her on right now uh, because what they are looking to do with uh, Merrick Garland is – There she is. Folks, joining us right now, as I call her, it is our friend, Hero Mom from South Kingstown, Nicole Solis. Good afternoon, Nicole.
1: Hi, John. How are you? I am
0: very well. There's our star. You were fantastic on Glenn Beck. Fox knows your name. And, Nicole, you know, this has been building, and I'm so glad that you are speaking up and make it easy to understand for people. When Merrick Garland came out the other day, I'd love you to explain to people why... Your social media handle, we are now described as a domestic terrorist.
1: Because the National School Board Association, which is a private association that your school board probably pays dues to with your taxes, sent a letter to the Biden administration asking for help from the FBI to monitor parents on a baseless claim that there has been an increase in criminal conduct like violence and threats of violence against school boards and school personnel, which is propaganda it's completely false parents have never been violent or been threatening violence at school boards it's quite the opposite we have been begging for civil discourse for open debate for transparency what parent goes into a school board meeting and just beats people up or threatens to beat people up but the school the national school board association said to the biden administration we want your help and then um merrick garland who's completely caved and then sent out this memo saying that he would have task forces and multi-level law enforcement meetings to address this problem of violent parents that are now being classified as, or he's not classifying it, but are being equated with domestic terrorists. And keep in mind that the Department of Justice is only looking at parents and school board meetings. They were not mobilizing the FBI when there were buildings burning to the ground in summer riots. The FBI didn't do anything when a certain senator was followed and harassed into a bathroom. The FBI isn't there when there are outbursts at congressional hearings. Parents are being selectively targeted by the federal government because they are ideological opponents. And for all of you out there that are pro critical race theory or you don't think critical race theory is being taught in school this is a message for you when your government is oppressing anyone unconstitutionally when they are leveraging federal law enforcement as a threat against their speech your speech is next you may be on the side of the uh, of the ideology of the federal government and right now you may be saying yeah get those parents we don't like them but tomorrow you will be the next ideological target of, the, of, of this government so don't sit here all smug thinking that you're happy that some federal government is going to come after little parents at school board meetings because you're next no one should want this in our country
0: folks again we're speaking with nicole Solis, and nicole there's so many different aspects of this you're exactly right it is an intimidation tactic also This business that they want to reclassify dissent, you're no longer someone that either, uh, you know, is against what's being taught or want more answers about what's being taught. Now, your dissent, which you have a right to, go to a school board meeting, school committee meeting, speak up, is now disinformation. You're no longer a concerned parent. Now you're a domestic terrorist. I mean, this is all just intimidation tactics nicole what this is is basically to try to bully and frighten people from getting involved
1: absolutely and you're seeing on social media now you're seeing all the butterfly effect of that disinformation because now you have people going oh yeah there are violence at school board meeting oh yeah you haven't been to school board meeting i saw the violence you say where when prove it where's the police report are you kidding me if there were violence at school board meetings do you know how fast cnn would be all over that where where have been the reports of people being violent against school parents being violent with school personnel are you kidding me but no now the the collective consciousness of the left is saying oh yeah uh yeah, there's violence and it's an absolute lie so even if there is a retraction even if Merrick resigns because I think we're at that point now where he should resign what happens is is we we shout the lie and we whisper the retraction and everyone will will move on and and remember, oh yeah, there there was violence, right? So the damage is done and we have a lot of work to get us back onto a path of truth and transparency and having parents just go to school board meetings and say, look, I just want to know what my kids are learning. Stop intimidating me, stop bullying me.
0: You know, Nicole, I have been so encouraged since you started speaking out and then it's been tremendous. There's, it's a domino effect where other people start saying, I wanna know. And, and and normally these sleepy school board meetings that the unions run, and this is just the way it is, or they, they get people to run for office or just no one attends the meeting. Suddenly you have parents you know, questioning things like mask mandates and what's being taught, and gender, and then other people coming forward. And just as more and more people are getting involved, I mean, this is absolutely outrageous that their attempt, the union, I believe the teachers' union attempt to try to retake control of this is basically to try to label the opposition, bully the opposition, and also discourage the opposition from getting involved.
1: Absolutely, because, you know, it's, it's one thing to just, like me, I started out as a parent and I wanted to know what my kid is being taught. But now that we're clashing with, like you said, unions, school district politicians, I'm starting to see how this is a piece in a much broader puzzle because what's going this is mimicking the ideological purge we see in the military, right? We are, are seeing over and over again suppression of speech, censorship, disinformation. So parents that are scared to speak up, you got to get over it because it's only going to get harder. And we can start nipping this in the bud by speaking up more and louder right now. You can't wait for someone else to do the work. You can't wait to see how it's gonna pan out. You have to jump in this mix and start doing work for your kids right
0: now. Folks, again, we're speaking with Nicole Solis. And Nicole, what has been the reaction so far uh, that you're hearing and just, you know, this is beyond an overreach by Attorney General Merrick Garland. It, it is. It's so obvious what's going on Uh, And if anything, you know, the the bullying, uh, the intimidation, all those, if anything, that fits how the teachers unions operate, not only with their own members, but anyone that questions them. Uh, Obviously, children of anyone that questions them. I mean, it just shows the level to me that they're willing to go.
1: Yeah. And I think the response is obviously outrage at first, but then it's also just utter contempt and really a, a growing lack of respect for these institutions and um, political interests that, you know, maybe we kind of respected before, but now that they're doubling down, I mean, they're almost laughable that you would say something so absurd like a mom in a domestic terrorist. I, I don't know how they're going to recover from this. I certainly don't respect them. Um, I, I don't know how anyone can, like, just just defend them on, on any level. So I really hope that the fallout is going to be something like, you know, as the teacher union says, a dismantling of, of, of oppressive systems because that's what they deserve. They're the oppressive system that needs to be dismantled. And I think it's going to be slowly dismantled by just an utter contempt for them that will grow and grow.
0: You know, and again, folks, we're speaking with Nicole Salas. And Nicole, you're exactly right. You didn't hear a word uh, from Merrick Garland, with obviously you know all the uh, unbelievable protests and the damage done, and those are just people that are, and that, and that was you know that was real to me. Those were real domestic terrorists where they were doing tremendous amounts of damage and the rioting. This is basically, you know, let's just say in your in South Kingstown. Now, when there was the big uproar over the way they treated you and the PR firm. Uh, If anyone got out of line, that's that's what the police is for. But I didn't hear about any mass arrests. There was no one really. They may not have liked the way the meetings were going, but it was basically just because the meetings didn't go the way that they wanted and they were not used to being questioned in that matter
1: you're right and and you're also right that if there were anything violent that happened you call the local police it's a local matter we certainly don't need the fbi monitoring us at our little middle school cafeteria but it is worth noting that someone it was christy fish in that meeting actually said that she felt unsafe simply because people were you know peaceably assembling and expressing themselves with constitutionally protected speech and then they said that oh they had a death threat so this is a common pattern where once a political body or a government entity doesn't like the way that the public is behaving they'll pull out that death threat card they'll pull out that I'm I feel unsafe card and you know maybe it worked in the beginning but in my school meeting, people laughed at her because it is laughable to sit in front of a group of people and suddenly say that you feel unsafe and you've had death threats just because you don't you don't like what people are saying. Yeah, it's absurd,
0: you know, and this business of, you know, the attorney general instructing the FBI to mobilize against parents who oppose critical race theory in public schools, you know, Nicole. That, that is see here's the thing it's one thing to ask people to get involved um they know what they're doing though because it's another thing to get people to motivated to attend a meeting and then it's almost like a step process then it's the next step would be that they actually sign their name to something or they get up and speak at a meeting because many times i hear from parents that they're afraid there would be retribution against their children but this is another level because, let's face it, if you, anyone, uh, so many different people, I should say, you you are involved in the community. You have someone who, you know, all they want is a good education for their children. But for a regular person to be contacted by the FBI or questioned by an FBI agent, you know, that that absolutely brings fear. You know, there are some people that would then say if, if that's what they're going to do, it's just a tactic. But. My experience has been, um, for for a lot of people, that that is now entered into another level that they they. I, I'm, I think it would be very effective as an intimidating tactic. Oh, oh definitely.
1: I mean. You know, I think that we all know that the the FBI does their little undercover operations and they'll create fake problems so they can fake solve them with their fake jobs. But that is not to dismiss the real harm that that can do to everyday people. Because once you're a target of the FBI, um, you know, who's to say that they're not going to, you know, uh, prevent you from... You know, getting like a bank account over over some uh, manipulation of the Patriot Act. Or so, like, there are ways that the FBI can definitely mess with you once they know your name. Once once they decide that you're an unruly parent at a school board meeting. So, um, so you're right. I don't mean to dismiss uh, that the power of this, but I think it's important that we talk more and talk louder, so that way we can do our best to mitigate that from even happening. Yes. The moment your government starts starts to try to silence you is the moment that you need to start talking up more. Yes. Uh, if you stay silent, then we're already sympathetic, and, they, and they're going to abuse their
0: power. You know, and again, folks, we're speaking with Nicole Salas, and you know, it's interesting, Nicole, so last week I was broadcasting from Washington, D.C. for a couple of days, and while I was down there, I was, prior to that, I'd been uh, contacted by someone and wanted to set up that I could go to the facility where there were two people uh, that this person represented, Uh, that were involved with the january 6th protest and now i have interviewed uh people caught up in fbi stings i've been interviewed different types of members of organized crime in prison do you know not not only could i not get an interview with them you notice you haven't seen any interviews with anyone from january 6th i don't want to get off the i don't want to veer off the topic too much but i want people to understand what i learned in washington and first of all I, i I couldn't believe that you can't even, you know, go and they can't even get media visitors because many of them do want to talk. But what I was told is what people need really need and people can disagree. And I admit a lot of the images of January 6th are disturbing. But but by and large, compared to the images from the summer of 2020 and to really hold these people up and make examples of them, you know, for anyone else who may think about going and protesting, because the bulk of the people that they're. They're holding, I mean, they're holding over 600 people. The bulk of them basically went in, took some pictures and selfies and walked out and didn't break a thing. But we're seeing this, that to me is another pattern of, it's not about January 6th. It's about setting an example for anyone that may think about, you know, doing that at the Rhode Island Statehouse. or the Beacon Hill in Massachusetts or, you know, all of these things, we're seeing more and more a pattern of intimidation tactics
1: yeah i agree and um you know i was saying on the glenn beck show that in the beginning they were calling you fascist right i think that was like the witch term they were using when the BLM riots were happening and then um then they called racist and and now they're they're calling you terrorist and i think they're starting to catch on that people don't care what you call them that all of their magic words don't really mean anything and they don't amount to anything so now they're taking action Right. So it's been this slow build of like, okay, we're going to intimidate you if you disagree with our ideology. And now we're actually going to mobilize the FBI against you. It was easy to maybe sit home and be like, oh, I, I you know, I wasn't at the January 6th uh, event. But now they're coming to you in your school board meetings. Yes. Like you, you didn't even break into anywhere. You, you're going to your school board meeting. And now you might be a target. That's, yeah. that's incredible.
0: And, Nicole, before I let you go, let me ask you now, you know, you've you've dealt with them. And for those that may forget, you know, Nicole was making very reasonable requests. She was following their their guidelines of how it is that she could receive information. Uh, It then started this incredible domino wave of other people saying, yeah, I'd like to get some of that information. They then their first attempt to make an example was to just put her name on the agenda. Saying, you know, we're not sure, but we may take legal action against Nicole Salas purely as a bullying intimidation tactic. But, Nicole, how do you now think uh, the, the school committees will use this business of the ability of the FBI behind them to say, I feel like I'm being threatened? And I think, you know, a group of you met to discuss what you're going to talk about tonight So that's like a conspiracy. And you're not a concerned parent. You're a domestic terrorist. I mean, I I think they're going to just take it and run with this.
1: Oh, you took the words out of my mouth, yeah. I think a school committee like the one in South Kingston will absolutely take it and run with it. If if only to try to buy themselves time on, you know, all the work that they should have been doing over the past five or ten years instead of being obsessed with identity politics. So, you know, and I they may not even really want to target anyone. They're just going to try to pull all these tricks to just do their basic functioning, which they've been failing at forever. So um, again, Be scared of that, though. Like everyone should also know that there are public interest law firms, like the Goldwater Institute, representing me. There are organizations out there to help you, and you just have to be ready to tap into that fighter in you. Because if you stick your head in the sand, your children are going to be inheriting even a more oppressive government than we are living under right now. And before we
0: again let you go, and again, folks, we're speaking with the great Nicole Sullis. Nicole, I think um. I, I really like, as you explained, the butterfly effect where suddenly the school committee people are kind of like given the, 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 the wink and the nod to say, oh, yeah, I, I was threatened in that meeting. And, oh, yeah, I did feel threatened. And, yeah, I it's like suddenly where no one was contacting law enforcement prior to this, suddenly now, you know, it, it, it's like um, you know, if they announced that there had been a, a winning lottery ticket sold, all these people <coughs> rummaging through trying to find it, suddenly now – I think that will be the key phrase is if someone goes up to a meeting and and listen, people get upset. This is their children involved. They feel they're not getting straight answers. They're being talked down to. There's a condescending approach to it. Suddenly now you're going to see school board people say school committee, you know, uh, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And that's I feel threatened right now. Um, that, that's a really dangerous tool that they now have.
1: Right. And be prepared for an increase, you know, a, a sudden mysterious and magical increase in reports of violence or reports of, of threats that, you know, just happen to correlate with an increase in FBI monitoring at school boards. And be prepared for people to manipulate, you know, that kind of data and say, oh, there are all these reports of threats, but no one's going to really take the time to investigate the veracity of those reports and find that 99.9% of them were absolutely baseless. So, you know, basically everything that you're going to hear, you have to investigate the veracity of like every single syllable of every single statement before you can believe it.
0: Folks, again, she is Nicole Solis. Nicole, you are not a domestic terrorist. You're a concerned great mother. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again.
1: Thanks so much, John.
0: All right, folks, there it is. Nicole Solis right here on the John DePietro Show. Right now, it is um, 12.50, and I also, good afternoon, folks. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I also want to just mention to people that uh, Facebook is having still a few pickups, so you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com, or you can listen to AM 1380 or 99.9 FM but um, we, we were doing the Facebook live, but it is my understanding that that um, that Facebook is still um, experiencing a few hiccups. So but I, I from what I understand, they are very, very close to figuring it out, and we'll get that uh, underway. Now, folks again, we go until two o'clock. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. You know, this is a great time of year if you're thinking of having some work done in your driveway. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 401-732-732. 401-732-1730. J, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Now online at jperrypaving.com and also on Facebook. license insured, contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small. Hey, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Call them today. Free quote, 401 401- J. Perry Paving. And folks, remember, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran, contact J. Perry Paving today. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. 1730 for J Perry Paving. Folks as always visit the website dipetro.com. We have original stories. You can also get in touch with me that way, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coisa Inn, 226 Coisa Avenue in West Warwick. Delicious food, great menu, they're open 7 days a week. Um you can uh, find directions to them and link to them right on the website, which is dipetro.com. Well, right now it's 1253. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DiPietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at our website, as I said, DiPietro.com. Next hour, Matt Brown. This is the guy, I'll tell you, he is not going to go quietly. He is not backing down. Uh, Matt Brown is, you hear his name mentioned. He, he is, um, wait to hear the interview. That he did with Channel 12. I'm going to play it next hour. And what I what I just find amazing is. I I can't believe how much he uses the phrase. A corrupt organization. And what he means by that. Is the leadership of the Democrat Party. So boy if there's anyone. I got to hand it to him. He is not afraid to throw rocks. He's not afraid to go right at them. They're not sure how to handle him. Um, he, you know, if he sets his sight on someone, he is, I, I, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but right now I, 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 I like cheer him on, uh, when I hear him talk about how they run things at the state house and, you know, he gives examples Of, you know, you have a condo developer and they donate to the campaigns and then they're given tax breaks. And it's almost refreshing to me to hear someone who will come right out and call them on it. And we're going to play some of that next hour. And then also, folks, you know, the the situation with the Biden administration, you're going to see pretty quickly that right now um, you know around the country how about I mean that Terry McAuliffe who's running to be the governor of Virginia and you know for, for Terry McAuliffe who's running to be Democrat governor of Virginia for him to come out and say it's it's really hard right now because Biden is so unpopular in the state. Um, you know, but Biden won Virginia by ten points. Um, uh, he he won the state of Virginia by ten points. Would you would think there be some carryover? But instead, right now. You know, around the country, and I think, by the way, that could translate here. Now, when you look at, I I don't, do I believe in the the election last November? Do I believe that President Trump received 200,000 votes? Yes, I do. Now, do I believe that Biden received 300,000 votes? No, I do not. No, I do not. I do not believe that. No, I don't think that happened. So I think, folks, our voting rolls are a mess. And the Republican Party, next November, it's an open seat. Open seat to be the next Secretary of State. Rhode Island needs a strong candidate. Rhode Island needs someone who's going to go in and clean up those voter rolls. Because otherwise, you know what else the media so far has not jumped on, but that we're really going to jump on. And again, good afternoon, folks, at 1257, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, Something that the rest of the media is not jumping on, but that I will, is the fact that as much as, um, you know, the media have kind of said to Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, no Secretary of State has... No Secretary of State has ever been elected governor. I think it goes beyond that. When have we had a situation where she has manipulated the voter rolls? Secretary of State Gorbea has absolutely manipulated the voter rolls. They don't match up to what they should be. They lack transparency. I can tell you, I went over to the Secretary of State's office and... It is designed that it's very difficult to manipulate. Very, very difficult to manipulate. And and what I mean by that is it's not easy to try to find the information that you're looking for. As a matter of fact, it's it's actually even impossible. It is. It's impossible, and it's. I believe it's by design. But think about this. So she's running for governor, and her former chief of staff is running for mayor of Providence. Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea, folks, who, does she have a lot of money? No, Not, not compared to the rest of the field. Does she have great name recognition? No, she does not. Does she have a lot of big endorsements? No. Has she accomplished anything? No. What is her recognition amongst the general public? I'd argue it's actually very low. Then why would someone like that? be running for governor. What would make her think that she could be elected governor? The only conclusion, logical conclusion you can come to is she's got the voting list and she plans to exploit that. Now folks, right now at 1259, you're listening to the John DiPietro show and here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go and the latest, folks, the Biden administration just seems like in total freefall. And then I want to play you some of that Matt Brown interview on uh, Channel 12. I think it's interesting. And he handles himself pretty well. So we're going to play some of that as well. Listen, the power Hours next. We're going to be back after the 1 o'clock news right here on The John DePietro Show.